can you promise me one thing? Yeah. With your podcast, just yeah. start it right where you started it, okay? Have it in, edit in an introduction section, Marco asked for this, 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 but then just start it as it started. Make it real. Just started it. Okay, <laughs> this is all going to be in it. All right, there you go. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Yes, welcome everyone to another episode of the University Podcast. Today we have Marco, who is a famous ball lecturer. Infamous? Uh, no, I don't know. No, not infamous. Famous ball lecturer. Um, well, not law lecturer anymore, actually. Former. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, yeah. law lecturer. Hi, Marco. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, what you're about? I'm really not good at talking about myself or <laughs> what life I'm about. Um, but as Nikita said, I used to be a student at UNSW myself. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a role casually teaching there straight out of uni and then I was fortunate enough to get an associate lecturer role towards the, I think, halfway through 2019. Um, beginning of last year, decided to leave that and since about September last year, I've been a federal prosecutor with a Commonwealth DPP. So, yeah, I like long walks on the beach, tending to orphan puppies. And, <laughs> um, and also, even though Marco left teaching last year he still talked about very positively at uni and first years and second years are still hearing about him to this day really are you serious? really yeah yeah it's oh, everyone God. have you had marco have you had marco no look anyone who's just listening for the first time seriously i'm just a dude all right i mean that in all sincerity i'm just a guy just like everyone else you come across in your life but that's the point you'll, you'll see that in a moment anyway <laughs> and so today um, we can talk about a lot of different things, but kind of the main area is just like the finding yourself myth that we often hear at university and how, you know, we've, uh, if you're a student listening, you probably heard that it's like, um, you know, it's uni is a time where you like find yourself, find what you're passionate about. That's what you're doing for the rest of your life. And as a student, I know that that might not always work out and it's not always true. So I just want to get, Marco, your take on this find yourself phrase. What's it mean? What do you mean by that? Like, so you have to, so I but guess. I mean, it, like in general, everyone always says find yourself. What does that mean? Yeah. Who's that? Who says it? I, I feel like you just, like, it's not like you get, you say it. Like, it's not like it just gets thrown around, but it's like, there's this kind it's of unsaid thing. Yeah, like the things you like do at uni. Authority. Sorry, I'm deliberately being provocative for these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the things that questions. you do, the things that you do at uni, and like the activities you get involved in, they all have to lead up to like this end kind of discovery that this is what you want to do in life, and this is what you're passionate about. Uh, but I, like, I know I'm like towards the latter end of my, like, end of my degree, and I feel like I've just done a bunch of random things. Um, but obviously, there's no like solid answers after it. Well, that's, first of all, who's they? Like, I, I heard the same thing, or I at least felt the same thing implicitly when I was going through uni, and this is talking about my first degree as well, my second degree, and then even whilst I was an uh, um, academic. You hear it around the halls all the time, and, like, you guys are supposed to be, a majority of the, your listeners law students, or... Uh, no, they're just from like all over the world, really. Yeah. Well, really, whatever you're listening to is that the point of going to university is to learn how to think and look at the world in a different way and not to blindly accept what other people tell you is the right thing or the appropriate way of doing so. 
And if you're fortunate enough to be in a position where you can go to university, it means you enjoy a measured degree of liberty. What does liberty mean? Liberty is the freedom to do what you want. I hate these things when people tell you in any sense that you have to be a certain way or this point in your life is meant to do this, this, this. And if you haven't, in some way, you're inadequate or deviating from the norm or what is expected. It's, it's just ridiculous. And if you go to university, at least in law, you're taught how to think critically. The first thing you'd ask about that statement is all of the assumptions underlying it. What is it? First of all, find yourself. It assumes that there is an answer to that question. It assumes that there is a yourself. It assumes that there is a desirable alternative state than who you are right now that you should attain to be. Like, I'm not talking about self-improvement. There's something we'll have to achieve over time, whether knowingly or unknowingly. But this whole stuff in the sense that, uh, can you ask me some questions to further refine it? Otherwise, I'm just going to fucking ramble. When I used to teach, yeah. I gave a signal. I, I taught my students always in the front row. I had someone the task of if I start rambling tangentially, you just have to go like this on your ear, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to ramble on like a um, grumpy old man. I guess a question, like kind of the the area that I want to talk about is like the herd mentality that, and you kind of touched on it. You kind of mentioned it, but like the herd mentality. I know in law, like studying law you feel like I, there are moments in time where I know I feel like, Oh, everybody's like doing this or like everybody's at this stage. Are they are they? Yeah, I know. That, that, no, yeah. no, but that, that's the ultimate thing in the first class at uni, you should come to real, or you should be told straight up that you're going to have those moments. And it's just not true. Everybody is doing this. Everybody is a fictional entity that has no bearing over what you want to do with your time there. I mean, you go into university for whatever reason you go into it. You have the right to choose that reason and do what you will with the time. But most people, at least I've had the pleasure of encountering, whether as a student or graduate student, not necessarily my undergrad, because I went to, I won't say what university I went to <laughs> for my undergrad, but at least as my time as a law student at UNSW and um, as my time anywhere, is that most people, if you're surrounded in the right environment, they're good people who want to learn. They're there for their own reasons. And insofar as your reasons aren't going to cause harm to anyone else, you go for it. Um, in terms of the students I've had the fortune of encountering in law, it's by and large, 60, 70% of them, at least in first year law, they did have that bright-eyed naivete of wanting to do something to improve the world. And I don't say naivete in the French sense, naivety. I didn't say naivety in the sense of, you know, they have no idea what they're talking about. I mean, in the sense that they haven't been crushed by the external factors, which have no real legitimacy. Like, this is bullshit. That's not true. You can't do this. You have to do that. None of it's true unless you accept it as true. Have you experienced it? Have the people who are telling you this experienced it? Have the people who are telling you that they found themselves in, or you have to find yourselves at university, are they actually really content with who they are? You go into what you do for your own reasons. Again, you have the luxury of being free to a certain extent. And you should be realistic with your expectations in everything. All of us should. And I think that entails a certain degree of humility, no matter how ambitious we may be. And if you can have that humility, it, it reflects in everything you do, in what you seek to achieve from a certain mark. Everyone's terrified about their exam marks. What you seek to achieve by um, volunteering with an organization, 
because volunteering in an organization, it's incredibly hard to be humble if you're actually doing it for the sake of getting a line on your resume. Yeah. The sincerity will come through. If, if you just, sorry, yeah, it's just, it's just the thing that I, I really do feel strongly about that in the past. And I just hated seeing so many people have it stamped out of them that they have to do it this way, they have to do it that way. And the intellectual curiosity in a way is actually turned down a bit because they're looking more in pragmatic courses, pragmatic paths to follow. And it's just bullshit. That will, that will come. What's, yeah. sorry, you're tugging your ear? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Just putting these um, earphones are really loose. I'm not talking. Well, you can keep going. No, that was not me. No, 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 please refine, refine, T- tear apart. No, no, it's literally just my earphones because they keep falling out of my <laughs> yeah, ears. Ears are so small. Um, no, no, that was all really good. And I just want to touch on that society. I mean, that volunteering thing. Um, definitely, definitely experienced it. Definitely, I've seen that come up of like the resume filler. Um, you know, the vibe, the resume filler vibe. It, it, it does It does no one any service in the long run because it, as long as it doesn't cause harm, as long as you're not actively a detriment to the organisation that you're purportedly seeking to help, do what you want, man. In the long run, it's unsustainable. And if you get what you want out of that, so be it. Just stay out of our, um, stay out of, stay, in, stay out of our lane. You know, yeah. whoever's with our lane. Sorry, I'm not saying that I'm one to be held in high regard about this stuff, but stay out of the lane of the people who do it for the sincere reason. Um, in terms of being at university and the university experience, just finding yourself, what does that mean? It's as if the person you left high school as isn't a good person. Be, you already are yourself. The thing is, it's not a static thing. We're always going to be different. I mean, as long as... Yeah, you're always going to be in a different environment which has something to offer you as a person. And when you're there, it's not a competition, right? It really is. Sorry, ask more questions because I'm just going too philosophical here and I need to be kind of more pragmatic for the sake of your listeners. (laughs) No, 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 it's all good. I just, the other thing I want to touch on is the, um, so yeah, there is this pressure of finding yourself and I guess for people who are in degrees that they like fundamentally like doing like me, for example, I think that's a privilege to then be looking for like, Oh, I want to find myself, et cetera. But I know a lot of people that are in degrees that they absolutely hate. And there's a lot of pressure on them, like externally, like family pressure, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they're like, they're very sad people. Uh, and I feel actually thinking about those people yeah. in my life, I feel very upset about it. Do you have any tips for them at all as to how, they can, because that finding yourself, I guess, is at an extreme for them in terms of they just hate what they're doing. See, that's a tragic, not tragic, that's a very sad situation. I do understand that, but far be it for me to make any judgments in that regard because a person's culture, a person's family, it's their own. And I, I can't impose my normative expectations or understandings upon them. But for those people, for those students who are in that position, or any student or any person, who's in a position that they're not currently comfortable in, if you haven't got the ability to choose not to be in that position, and again, I'm just some guy saying all this, and this is from my own experiences, then accept it as being temporary. Um, Because it really is. Accept it as being temporary. And once you've accepted that, you can still learn so much from it. You can learn about not necessarily about the subject matter, but skills, skills such as resilience, 
resilience and being in an environment that you don't like for an extended period of time, you can learn a greater appreciation of the fact that there are other people like you and can take comfort in joint misery. So, well, not misery, but there is always, if anyone's ever heard of Jose Mejica, he spent like over a decade in an underground prison cell where it nearly broke him. He learned how to build himself together again, but you can always build yourself back up. And to not that dramatic level, I studied the law degree. Oh, actually. I had no interest whatsoever in any of it. I decided, I even thought about doing a law degree one week before I applied. I was never raised in an environment where it would be expected or deemed normal. But what I did when I was learning things such as contracts, what I did when I was learning subjects such as land law, when we had to do business associations, is in the one hand, I used it as practice for the actual fluid skills that you develop just by being in university or thinking, so analytical skills, reading skills, efficiency. Um, same in, uh, even, it, it sounds weird to say, even when you're reading a case, boring as shit, contractual case, but you can see that there is a logic and there's a logic that makes it persuasive to a certain type of audience. So you can tell yourself, if I'm ever communicating with this type of audience, I could adjust it for this, this, this. There is a whole area of knowledge here that I will never understand. And I'm going to appropriately defer any opinion I have about that stuff to the experts and think about it. And I think a lot of people don't do that enough is no one to be humble enough to defer their own knowledge or their opinions, or even to say, you know what, I'm wrong, or I don't know enough to say an informed opinion. You can get through with it. Sorry, you will get through. Even the worst of situations is temporary. Look to what you as a person can benefit from. And these aren't always things that go on a piece of paper you put on a resume. The most important skills we learn are often the ones that we don't explicitly disclose to others and the greatest achievements we often attain are those which others don't know about. And that's kind of the point, it's for you. I don't know, rambling again, man, say something. <laughs> no, no, I, I totally agree with that. I think that's a good way of thinking about it because like, it's not easy to just tell the people to just leave, um, like drop out. Uh, there's a lot of like other factors that go into their situation. So I think if, that's if it's you as a friend, practically speaking, if it's you yeah. as a friend, do what you're doing. Be a friend. Because honestly, this whole university thing, it is tough. It yeah. is very over. I'm not going to say all encompassing because it shouldn't be. That's what I'm trying to say is that it should occupy a discrete portion of your life and it shouldn't be the entirety of your life. Have friends. Find hobbies learn and find yourself right yeah. yeah but that's what we're going back to is that if you're going to discover yourself it's not about saying this is who i am it's about identifying for you this is what i like to do this is what i enjoy this is an interest that i have these are the types of people i like these are the sorts of issues i'm passionate about because it's about you guys it's a journey together but you're ultimately making it on your own just be true to yourselves. Don't cause harm to others and be strong. You'll be fine. All of you. Seriously. Yes. Um, and I guess the other thing or the other situation that occurs is that uh, some people are super strong in terms of what they want out of university, where they want to go. They're very set on it. And then there's roadblocks. There's sometimes failure and it doesn't work out that way. For example, um, dream jobs. I think now I'm at that stage where everyone's gunning, like down, looking for jobs and everyone has an idea of where they want to be. And obviously there's a lot of competition these days for a lot of things. Um, 
and it's not everybody gets in there and doesn't always work out. So are there, is there any advice for some of us? <laughs> I think I'm in this no, group. No, I think, no, no, I think, look, the thing is everyone's in that boat, whether you know it or not. I mean, people think that that's what they want. If it is after you've experienced it, absolutely go for it. Pursue it to your heart's content because you know that that is what you either enjoy or you're willing to suffer through because that's what you value. Other than that, there is no pressure. Yeah. Honestly, most of the people who listen to this, I imagine early 20s, yeah. mid 20s, maybe some later on, even now, I mean, if you're in your 30s, where's the rush with any of this? I mean, why is there a competition between each other? It's ridiculous. And the fact that the external employment market, even universities at times, manufacture this false sense of it's a race or it's a competition for finite resources, it's absurd. Absolutely absurd. Yeah. I'm ignoring be... the practical. Yeah, please. Oh, no, I was just going to say it could be really damaging to, like, you know, get rejected again and again and again. I, well, you know, speak it, like, of, absolutely, but speak yeah. it as, speak, listen to a guy who's been rejected on many fronts in many different contexts, and not just about the job market, but it, it, it ultimately amounts to nothing, because it's not a rejection of you as a person, yeah. <laughs> and unless you're going to let your job and what you do as a job define who you are as a person, as long as you've got the things that you value the most, okay, maybe you do value a career over and above everything else then I'm not in a position to tell you anything. I don't share that same value system. All I would do is I'd respect you for doing what you do. As long as you... With, with you guys as students, I just don't get it why it has to be like that. Even with all the talk about student law society groups, and a lot of them are there entirely pragmatic. No offence or nothing to anyone who's yeah. listening to this. I'm not talking about everyone, but you see future politicians and future corporate lawyers in institutions like that and you don't have to be like that the only way a culture is going to change in practice is if you in, in, in the employment field is if you change it here in the university environment and if you have students there who aren't so fussed about getting that dream corporate job but actually willing to explore and apply the different varied skills that they've obtained throughout university which offers a new um a new manner of application that gets into the real world because all of you guys are coming from so many different backgrounds now. If, if you can actually have those students and foster them and upon their release into the wild after university, start a university. And I think that comes with more of an ethic of caring for one another than competing with one another. However artsy-farty that may sound, it's true. Legal practice is so collegial people being afraid of sharing exam answers or asking questions of each other in a law class or in a um, lecture hall or even talking about an assignment with each other. It's not like that in the real world, guys. Snap out of it. And I think uh, as well, uh, like just something I thought of was when you were talking about all the competition and all the like going for the corporate and stuff, it actually moves you away from, further away from the finding yourself, whatever that means, because I think even once you get something then then there's another goal do you know what i mean like oh i want Absolutely. this you're i get focusing it on the outcome rather yeah. than the process and i'm and happy the for, is in the process. i'm happy for two days and then i go into that and then like i wanted to do unsw law and i was happy for like a day what was your feelings in, after your first week of law school how did you feel uh i felt extremely lost because i didn't know there was a reading 
list for four weeks and I thought that everybody was just really smart and they knew the answers to all the questions. Okay, bad example. <laughs> what was your feeling after one year of law school? One year. Uh, to be honest, like I really I liked it, but I felt that I didn't do my best in the year. I felt like okay. I could have done better. But then in again, what it sense? Was, in the academic sense, it was, and I'll be honest, it was purely a mark in my marks. Like I looked at my final mark and I actually deproved from the first semester to this, like I went down in overall school and I just remember feeling like, oh, I could have done so much better if I just applied myself and been a bit more focused in classes but rather that's than... that's the thing, that you've already identified, you've learned something from a negative yeah. experience, didn't you? Yeah. And, and that's the point, rather than beating ourselves up when we have a shit experience or don't meet our own expectations, there's always something to be learned from every single experience. And if, if people can focus more on that, what I can take away from it, rather than saying, what does this say about me, then you'll come, it, that's certainly more congruent with the notion of becoming a person, of growing into a person, rather than finding a person, which is what we all are. Dude, I spent 12 years in... Did I spend 12 years? I spent 11, 12 years in university. Like um, I'm entering a legal environment now. I'm a prosecutor working in crim. I haven't found myself yet. Am I, am I supposed to? No. You see beauty in the people around you sharing that experience with you rather than seeing disgust in people you're competing against. And I think ultimately that's, however artsy farts you may sound. This is me actually opening up my heart to you and your listeners. Um, I still like to believe, and I still do believe, that there is beauty in people, genuinely. People are in, and that means, take that as the message, ultimately, from this. If there's going to be an ultimate submission, as you would call it, when you're writing subs to the court, it would be that, look at the people around you differently, look at yourself differently, and don't look at it as a goal to be achieved or an outcome to be attained or a a point to arrive at sit back and enjoy the experience and enjoy the people you're doing it with there's always something to be learned and as long as you're learning you're improving as a person and, and there's yeah. no there's no like one answer there's no this is this is it and there's no like expiry date on finding that on any, yeah call no man happy until he's dead yeah you know, that's one of my favorite statements for or whatever because True. There's never going to be a point where you can say you're satisfied. To be finished with life before life is finished with you is precisely not to finish the task at all. Yeah. Old mate Kirkguard, come on, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any other tips you have? That's like all the areas I had, but are there any like tips other than the um, look at people differently? No, just, it, but when I say look at people differently, I'm not just talking about looking at your, the people around you, or your classmates or other students, but I just mean people in general, even academics. There is no, it, academics are just people as well. Your lecturers are just people as well. Politicians are just people. Everyone are just like you. They just happen to have the, the good fortune of having different experiences to you, which leads them to occupy a different position in society, to you, whether good, bad, equal, whatever. It's not just strata. Um, lecture, don't be afraid to question that which is claimed as being authoritative by anyone and that's in the activist sense and also be reasonable and human I mean you're not going to achieve anything by resorting to violence and screaming and it becomes a battle of who screams the loudest as I said to my students is the most effective form of persuasion is the one that is reasonable 
it's a communication that's reasonable. Because how can you argue with reason? The only thing that trumps that is violence. And we as society haven't degraded to the extent that violence is the only thing that actually achieves anything. So just look at the world differently, look at the people differently, don't accept any bullshit from people <laughs> and just try to see what you can get from every single experience. Always be learning because if you are, you're not dead yet. I feel like that's, I, I don't want to ruin that ending. I feel like that was, that was a good place to not, me not to not jump in. But yeah, that was really good. I learned so much. I but the, uh, look, look, apply that same caveat to me as well. I'm just a dude, seriously. Yeah. Right? You have the freedom and the skill, all of you, to critically think about what I said and call me out. What's the point? Because I can learn from you too. No, I, I is that another silent moment? <laughs> That's another it? silent moment. That's another I'm letting that sink in for all the listeners. <laughs> so you can have a bit of silence while they reflect on that. There you go. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's definitely like a very hard journey. Uni is a very hard journey. And I, but then like when I reflect on just myself without thinking about everybody else around me and where they're at and what they're doing and where they started and where they are now. I, I can see improvement and I think it helps me. It, it helps you feel proud of yourself. I feel proud of myself now from thinking, Good. Oh, who was that person in first year who like wasn't applying themselves, couldn't be bothered to be in some classes, like, you know, barely kept up with any work until like the day. Well, of the I, think I also think it's only human to need some positive reinforcement sometimes. Yeah. Friend. Speak to a friend that you've known for a while or someone who's known you a while, for a while and say, Hey, have you seen me change at all? Yeah. Little bad, you'd be surprised with what you hear, and you'd be surprised that more often than not, with the more people you ask, it's been an improvement. And more people are noticing than you think. I never realized how many people like notice the changes in me until like they say something, and I'm like, Oh, people actually like take attention. That's, that's the point. Yeah. I think, and what you're saying there is also true is we don't realize how many people care about you either, do you? Yeah, you don't. And I'd say that applies to overwhelming majority of your listeners as well. Yeah, right, so I'll leave you. I'll, I'll leave you with that on a positive note. All right, thank Let's, you. And <laughs> thank you all for listening. No thank problem. you, Marco. Don't forget well. to don't forget to smash uh, like and subscribe and smash that <laughs> notification button for up daily updates and every new videos and stuff, guys. Peace. <laughs> See you, Ankita. See you. Thank you, Marco.